Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I, of course, am your hostess with the mostest, Sarah Alipin, on the Wedding Dish here, and I am the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. You may hear our little French bulldog, Bud Clouseau, uh, chewing very loudly on something behind me. He is always a load of excitement and a barrel full of monkeys. Uh, I am so excited to welcome today's guest, and she is a personal friend of mine, as well as a brilliant human who is really going to take care of us today. So thank you all for tuning into The Wedding Dish today. We are talking with an incredible human who has spent years in the entertainment industry organizing artists and band bands. <laughs> After severe burnout, she turned her focus toward wellness and movement practices, which she combines with her skills to help support people in their personal and professional lives to get clear on their needs and create better systems and lives that encourage us while also focusing on wellness. Super Kate, thank you so much for being here on The Wedding Dish today. I am honored. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. I love it. And I'm really excited about today's topic because I think this is such an – it's something that we're all maybe kind of aware of, but don't really think about. And it's the easiest thing to deprioritize when we're busy. Absolutely. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. And, and who's not busy, right? Who's not busy? Oh, my gosh. Especially when you're planning a wedding or you're part right? of a wedding or your you know, family member is getting married. It it's just craziness. It's yeah. and it, it ebbs and flows, but it the stress, you know, is often there. So today we're talking about stress, y'all. Uh you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh God, I'm always ready to talk about <laughs> stress and anxiety. <laughs> hmm. hmm. <laughs> <Awesome>. um, <laughs> All right. Well, during the wedding planning process, nearly everyone experiences some level of stress. Yes. Different ways. It manifests in different ways. For some of us, you know, for me, it's I hold my breath, which I've had to consciously work on. Um, and scuba diving has really changed that because if you hold your breath, you can have issues with your lungs, um, obviously, <laughs> when you're under pressure. Um, but it manifests in so many different ways for all of us. So the good news is there are a million different ways to successfully navigate and alleviate feelings of anxiety or general stress. And that's what Super Kate is here to talk with us about today. Yeah. I'll whittle it down a little bit so you're not totally overwhelmed with how many there are out in the world. I don't even want to keep track of that many. We whittle <laughs> it down to some really simple things that you can do that your fellow planners and, and party members can do and your partner, soon to be spouse, all of that. Like it's, yeah, really simple, simple ideas. Well, so. you just teed up my first question, which is <laughs> what is one of the easiest ways to alleviate stress in your body? <laughs> all right. Well, one of the easiest, and honestly, one of research is showing one of the biggest, um, fastest ways to alleviate stress is using what's called the physiological sigh. So it sounds crazy, but it's really a very simple process. 
you're going to be inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth. Now, how it times out is you take a big inhale, filling your belly with your through your nose. Then one extra inhale through that nose, try to fill up your chest a little bit. And then you're gonna exhale through your mouth, exhaling as long as you can. You can add a sigh to it, but repeating that three to six times will immediately start to change your nervous system and calm it down. So would you like to do three in a row, Sarah? I would love that. And all, all right. of you listeners out there, please join us. Yes, please do. So you can do this while driving a car, but just keep your eyes open. Please, if you are in a safe space, I enjoy closing my eyes, but I'll leave that up to you. All right, so we're gonna start with inhaling through the nose, inhale into the belly, inhale a little bit more into the chest, and exhale through the mouth, sighing, trying to get almost all of that air out of your lungs. And now inhale big through the nose into the belly, inhale a little bit more into the chest, and exhale through the mouth, exhaling even slower, slower. And now one more, inhale into the belly, big belly, a little bit more into that chest, and exhale through the mouth, slowly, 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 slowly. And that alone will start calming the nervous system down. And the nervous system is what, when it gets activated and feels scared, that's what causes stress, that fight or flight. So the more we can keep that lower, more at a, think of it as a thermostat, instead of a thermometer, you wanna keep it nice and even. And so doing that three to six times, a few times a day, is really going to help you keep the stress away. I love that because you can kind of do that anywhere and yeah. I feel lighter. Good. Yay. <laughs> My shoulders are like not as, you know, pulling forward and squeezing. <laughs> well, and that actually is moves well into another thing that I work on with both my clients and personally, because so many of us spend time sitting at computers or driving, or we just start curving forward. And so we want to start adding movement into your spine again. And so not, please don't do this if you're driving, but if you are in a place where you feel safe and you can move around, you can do this standing, you can do it sitting. It's a little harder laying down, but it's still kind of possible. I want you to extend your arms out to your sides, palms facing forward, and you're gonna press those arms back, letting your chest and your chin lift up. And then you're gonna round forward, bringing those arms around, giving yourself a little hug, even rounding forward towards your belly, bringing your chin to your chest. And then, Opening up again, I like doing an inhale at this moment, inhaling, big, 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 oh my goodness, all the possibility in the world, and exhaling, rounding forward. And so we're really working on spinal flexion 
um, in both directions and extension, really. And so just going through that arm spread, nice hug. And if you can incorporate the breath, you can choose the inhale and the outhale, the outhale, the exhale, <laughs> you know, wherever you want it. But it's really, again, about breathing. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tack on to that. If you're not sold on this, um, <laughs> from the photographer's standpoint, this will help you look so much better in your photos. And I'm telling you this for a couple of reasons. First of all, you are strengthening parts of your back. You're bringing your shoulder blades together. And and this goes for wedding parties too because this is a spot where I really see wedding parties like to shrink and pull their sh- their shoulders in because they are it's not their day. And they're there in the support capacity. You do not want your shoulders rounding forward in your photos. It is one of the least flattering things. Like that is one of the things that people come back to me time and time again. And they're like, I wish I would have known. And I usually talk to my clients about it, but not all of you are my clients. So um, doing that is going to not only help you feel better, it is going to help you look better in your pictures and on your wedding day too. Yeah. And for those in the wedding party, it's not about shrinking yourself to make the bride or groom or you know whoever you believe is it's their day look better. The photos are going to look better if you feel good and you're shining too. So, you know, it it is don't don't shrink yourself. Everybody gets to have fun and be big and yes, yeah, celebrate. Yeah, radiate that positive radiate. energy and that love and the celebration. Exactly. Exactly. Yay. Um, you are brilliant. I feel amazing. Um, I think I could go run like 10 miles now out of excitement. Um, <laughs> what Good luck. I'm, I won't be joining you on that one. <laughs> Nope. Kuzo <laughs> says no thanks as well. <laughs> what are some common mistakes you see couples and clients make surrounding managing stress and anxiety levels? Um, I see them not talk and focusing, really like getting lost in the weeds about everything. Um, if there, if when you're planning your big day, ideally, both people involved are going to be a part of it equally. We all know that's not going to happen most of the time, which, depending on how you look at it, is good or bad. But acknowledging that one person is going to have strengths in one area and the other is going to have strengths in another area, and really talking about how that can play out is going to alleviate so much of the stress. But a big thing, both in the planning, but I think in relationships, period, is trying to approach everything with patience, love, and kindness. Because it is so easy, and I've ended up in situations like this where you just get so overloaded and you just want to get this point across, but getting the point across fist to hand and like, no, I'm, they're going to understand. 
you have it's it's better to pull back. You don't have to pull back, but it is better to pull back and say, how can I do this in a patient, loving and kind way, not just for, towards them, but towards myself. So that's, yeah. And I, then, I mean, there's a ton of other organizational things we can talk about on top of that. Like, <laughs> do you have a calendar? Do you have deadlines? Are you holding each other accountable to those things? And also, how do you each work? Is one person better at talking to people and weeding through the bands or the DJs? Is the other person better at designing the um, the invitations or the placement, you know, the table placements? Like we, we're all just different. So acknowledging the differences, being kind about where the other person just doesn't know how to do that and talking to each other lovingly. And then, well, okay, even more, acknowledging when you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, cause we often, we think we have to do it ourselves. And sometimes it can be really just as simple as I can't, I can't do this by myself. And if, you know, I'd love your help. If you can't help me, I just need you to acknowledge that I'm not doing this by myself and you're there. Just some things communicate, communicate. Yeah. Cause if you don't tell someone, you can't expect someone to know. There were so many times when I felt like I even like as a business owner where I felt like everyone should know that I'm overwhelmed right now. But nobody knows because everyone's really thinking about what they're doing. They are the, yeah. the hero of their own story. And while you are important, they are not living in your head. So if you don't tell anyone, then yeah. – and to echo what you are saying about knowing strengths and acknowledging strengths, like there are some people who are fine leaving dishes in the sink. And that's just their – they're right. Uh-huh. There are also some people who love cooking. I yeah. do not like dishes in the sink, although I hate doing dishes. I am a terrible co- – well, I'm not that bad anymore, <laughs> but I was terrible. Like it was a joke between me and everyone because I was a vegetarian for like my whole life. And then when I went – like I don't know what you do with me. I still – it's still very confusing to me. Yeah. Um, so it's – you know, we all have our different strengths. And so even like – outside of just the wedding planning process, if you are living in a shared space with someone, remember that like they may not even see those dishes in the sink. And yeah. the same goes for wedding planning. They may not know you need menus. They may not have thought about how you have dietary restrictions or someone else that's important at your wedding. Right. Maybe what they can do is simply give you a neck massage while you're doing all of this. Maybe they actually want nothing to do with any of the planning, but they are happy to bring you dinner to, you know, just give you all of the love that you need, the care that you need. So you don't have to think about it. Yes. Yes. There's so many. Remind you to take breaks and all those things. Yeah. 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 That was a lot more tips than I was expecting, and (laughs) clearly they hit home for me. (laughs) I mean, relation like going back to the not seeing dishes in the sink. Sometimes there are certain things that I don't see that 
my partner sees, right? And I'm like, what about this? And they're like, yeah, but what about this? Yeah. How is this pile different than this pile? Yeah. And well, I don't always have an answer for that. <laughs> Mine is usually, I know what this pile is doing. I don't know what this one is doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I created that pile. You exactly. created this pile. And that's the one I have the problem with. <laughs> this pile is earmarked to do something that I will get to at some point in the near future. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We all have that stuff. It's about acknowledging it. And that honestly is like, that's our thing in the house where Philippe will be like, what is this doing? And I'm like, Philippe, that's my laptop. Like I'm using it in 20 minutes to finish these emails. Like I'm taking a break for dinner. And he's, he'll be like, well, but why is it here? And I'm like, because it's waiting. <laughs> but what is all that stuff over there? <laughs> well, those are my parking receipts I need to submit. Well, when are you going to submit? Right? Uh, we all have our stuff that like, you know, is our stuff and, um, and we all are bothered by other people. Yeah. And then coming back to like, how can you break up like the chaos and try to, and, and alleviate some of that stress or tension that may be arising between the two of you have a dance break. Now I'm not saying like dancing together. You don't have to dance together. You can go in separate rooms, put headphones on each. I don't care. Or if you're just somebody who needs to sing a song and you don't dance, music is such a mood booster. And here we're coming back to research again, nine minutes, not eight, nine minutes minimum will actually change your brain to a different mood. So ideally we want to go more towards good feelings, right? But sometimes you want to sink into the bad feelings. Listening to nine minutes of sad music will take you there. But nine minutes of good feeling music boosts the endorphins. You really start feeling better. So dance break. I love that. I could not agree more. And even if you think you're a bad dancer, you can have an Elaine Bennis dance break. It's all about play. Sometimes it's more fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Be ridiculous. We, we don't play enough in as adults. And it is again, another proven thing that both alleviates stress and it honestly gets you more creativity because you start looking at things in different ways. So maybe you have to start dancing like this person you saw on TV or your friend who you think has no rhythm. Try it out, try to be that person and then explore, put on some music you've never listened to or you would never listen to or dance to, but well, you know, maybe sometimes NSYNC is just calling you and you have to do it or something like that. For those of us who were New Kids on the Blocks fans, hmm, yep, still do it. Millie Vanilli. You got the right stuff here, Super Kate. Yeah, I do. (laughs) For those of you watching on YouTube, she just busted out a New Kids dance. (laughs) Amazing. 
What is one easy practice that couples can incorporate into their daily lives to protect their mental health while planning their wedding? I know we kind of covered this, but... I think... And I was talking to this, talking about this with um, a friend of mine, uh, who I'm hoping you're going to talk to at some point, about focusing on what you want the experience to be. Like, how do you want to feel at the end of that day? And focus, like, what do you want to see? Do you want to see all your friends and family smiling? What do you want to hear? your favorite song or, you know, just a song that all of your friends are going to be twerking to on the dance floor. What do you want to smell? What do you just, what do you want to feel around you? Is it going to be the outfits that you actually got married in, or is it going to be the outfit that you put on because those other ones were just for photos? How do you want the day to feel? And then how, I mean, you can extend that to any day of your life. And how do you want your days together to feel? And how do you want communication? Really just, it's it's kind of a level of daydreaming, but it's also really focusing on what is important instead of leaving it up to chance. Because you can do all the logistics you want, but it doesn't matter where people are sitting. It doesn't matter, you know, if if you got the exact um, the exact invitation on the exact paper at the exact deadline, it seems like most people who have big weddings or even weddings with other people there who don't elope, they focus more on the logistics instead of and then they and they end up not eating, they end up not being in the moment. And so if you can think about how that moment, how the moments are going to happen, how you're going to feel in each of those moments, you're even getting ideas about, okay, what else could I do to make that it feel like that? And you are more apt to be in those feelings and that brain, that mindset in those moments than if you're like, oh my God, this is just gonna, there's so many things and uh, and what if my shoes sink into the grass? Well, your shoes might sink into the grass and that may be all you're paying attention to in that moment. Instead of, I, I am getting to walk down this aisle to the person I love the most and look at who's around me. And this is incredible. So projecting that getting a sense of that, it's going to, that to me then really reinforces the love and, and the general mindset of what the day can be. I could not agree with you more. <laughs> Do you have any final tips and tricks surrounding supporting mental and physical wellness through body movement? Um, Get your feet moving is really something simple because we sit a lot. We don't think about our feet as much because we wear shoes and I love a good high heel, but like we wear shoes, even our tennis shoes are technically heels. We're losing touch with things. So we're losing touch with the movement that comes through our feet. 
And that movement ricochets up through our body. So can you take your shoes off and do some like heel lifts, like raising up to your toes, coming back down? Can you take a moment to focus on what the ground feels like beneath your feet? And then I'm a huge fan of doing what is kind of basically called rotational work, which is just uh, like shifting side to side, turning your torso and going like, okay, for those listening, I'm rotating my torso towards my right and I'm reaching that left hand up towards the right. And then when I turn toward, towards my left, I'm reaching my right hand down towards my left foot. And so I'm getting this big diagonal change through my entire body and then changing it opposite up, other down. And that is such a full body. Moving the body is important. Oh my God. It's important. It, I'm sorry. We got to do it. It is. It is. And it's not just important because you want to crash diet or look perfect on your wedding day. It's important yeah. because as we age, I mean, there are so many reasons. There are a thousand reasons, but it's really yeah. important for mental wellness as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you move and, you, and you're not doing it mindlessly, like you're feeling how your body is moving, you're paying attention to it. Maybe yeah. you're focusing just on your breath as you're doing it. Tuning into that calms the nervous system again, but it also gives you insight into what feels good. And the mind and body are not separate. They're just not. We want to believe they are and they're not. I'm sorry. So you're, you're going to feel better in your head if your body is a part of the game. I am so much in agreement with you on all of these things. All right. So last question for you. Um, you are also an organizational expert, and we did talk about calendaring. But I'm wondering if you have three tips for couples to stay on track during their wedding planning process, and one of them can be calendaring. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, because it is. Um, <laughs> so – if you know, depending on what you need to do, acknowledging on in a list what all of those things are, who is going to be in charge of it? I know this sounds really simple, but often we miss these steps. So, and if you can add why that person is in charge of it, because it's their strength, because they happen to work next door to the floral shop, like what are the reasons? Taking that information. And immediately putting it in a calendar and holding each other accountable for it. And it's not, it shouldn't be, why didn't you do it on either side? Like it should be, okay, I noticed that we missed this deadline. How can we ensure that it gets taken care of tomorrow? Or is there a better time later this week? but getting those things in the calendar and lovingly holding each other accountable towards them. That's yeah. And it's hard. It is hard. I know used to it, but it's yeah. I, but you know, it is, it is doable and that's the yeah. thing like, and it's a conscious practice at, for all of these things. Like if you are a person who has been a 
desk sitter forever and you just like, don't even think about it. Um, you know, it's it's about building that muscle and that muscle memory for movement, for activities, for, you know, tasks and holding yourself accountable to deadlines and prioritizing the things that actually matter because sometimes you realize that deadline did not need to be then. And then you, right. with grace, move it to when it actually needs to be. And yeah. sometimes that's the why it didn't happen. Um, and I think that's really helpful, you know, and, and being kind to yourself as much as you are kind to your people. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can even go deeper when it comes to like, how does, how do you and your partner uh, do with goals and accountability? So like my mom is somebody, you give her a goal she'll do it. If she has a goal, she'll do it. No questions. I tend to prefer to be held accountable to people. I work on some things by myself, but I'm much better if somebody else says, I need this from you. And so knowing that about myself is really helpful. So important things, I reach out to friends, I reach out to my partner, like, I need you to make me do this. I need it. And some of us also just rebel against it all. And then if that's the case, what can you be in, like, what, what can you do? What is your best way of approaching this? Because you've agreed to take over this stuff. So I love yeah. that. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today, Super Kate. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning into The Wedding Dish and hanging out with us. Where can people find you online, Super Kate? They can find me on Instagram, the underscore Super Kate. My website is thesuperkate.com. And Facebook, I'm again, Super Kate or LinkedIn, Super Kate. Like, yeah, there are other Super Kates out in the world. There are um, differently super, on. differently super. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm the one with the black hair and the piercings and the tattoos. So yeah, <laughs> just kind of poke around. If you can't find me at first, that's yeah. But the underscore super Kate, my Instagram is kind of the easiest way to find me. So and you do lots of like cool movement techniques and things on there too. So it's a great place yeah. to get just a quick hit, easy win, way to get up from your desk every single day, at least once, and you yeah. know, build that muscle memory. Yeah. And Put those movement things, those relaxation, all the things we talked about, add those to the calendar too. Maybe I have them you in both there. have a dance break right before major decisions have to be made. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. That feels like a good fit. <laughs> well, while you are finding the underscore super Kate on Instagram, you can find us at the Wedding Dish Podcast and you will get show notes and links to websites and all of the things, um, including some behind the scenes info on theweddingdishpodcast.com. And if you would like to join us on the show, you can apply to be a guest there as well. And don't forget to tune in next week. I have another amazing human coming on to talk about her wedding. And um, you will not want to miss that episode. It is going to be a barrel full of laughs. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day. And until we meet again, cheers. Bye.